Um. Welcome to Remember Me by Intervivos, the show about living life to its fullest, leaving a legacy, and deciding how you will be remembered. And now, your humble team of expert planners, taking the legal world by storm. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Remember Me, the show that we talk about your legacy. I'm Gary Welch. I'm subbing for Glenn, who's out of town this week, and I'm with Mike Black, and we're going to talk today about transitions. transitions. That's pretty good. (laughs) We did that together. So we're obviously on the same page. (laughs) Two two like minds, right? Yeah. So you're going to get a special dose today because we have no lawyers here. So the the, the experts, per se, are gone. And you just have two bozos up here who are going to be sitting there talking about how to run your life. And I don't know of anybody that's more qualified than you and I, Mike, to tell everyone how to run their lives and what to do. (laughs) Well, if they ran it the way I ran my life, we'd be... Talking to more lawyers. <laughs> so next week, we're going to have a guest on who's actually going to provide that expert advice about transitions. His whole philosophy is talking about the transitions that you go through life. Now, as human beings, we hate change. This is something that I've talked about. I'm a marketing guy by profession, and we always talk about how human beings hate change. We don't want it. We want everything to stay the same. Yeah, we like status quo. We like things comfortable, and we like we hate getting out of our comfort zone. And change is difficult. And yet it happens. It happens all the time. There, There is nothing about your life where it does stay as status quo. As you go through life, certain events come up every time, and that forces change. And what happens is we tend to be reactive to the transitions in life instead of being proactive and, and being ready for them when we know they're coming. We, you know, we talk about death and taxes. You and I were discussing right, that earlier. Right, we were talking about that earlier. It's inevitable. It Always. is going to happen. It's not an if, it's a when. Mm-hmm. And yet we don't plan for either. We never sit down and actually talk about it or discuss it or think about it. We don't even want to think about it because... It's not fitting into our paradigms of, I just go to work, I do my thing, I come home, eat dinner, watch TV. That's my life. Yeah, you know, those things, death and taxes, you know, it's it's something, like you said, it happens. Not if, it's when. But those are the ugly things in life. You know, why do we want to deal with all this ugliness when we can go watch TV and it's just fun, right? So on today's show, we're going to talk about these transitions in life, and we're just going to kind of take it in chronological order from... How you go from just a young adult into the various aspects of your life. But we're going to talk about it from a perspective of how can I plan for it? If I can look at it and I know these things are coming, what are the things that I can do to be better prepared for these transitions? And I thought, Mike, that you had actually a pretty good story about your transitions that you've ran through. You know, as we were talking, you're talking, I just had another thought. You know, when I was a kid, I couldn't wait to grow up. Just wanted to grow up, wanted to be older, wanted to be, you know, do, 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 and just become an adult. But then when I got to be in high school, you know, actually I started thinking about what I, what I was going to do as a career since I was about 12, you know, kind of early. But I did not, had no clue what I was going to do. But then as I got older, kept thinking, you know, and some people said, oh, your career, you know, sometimes will just fall into your lap. No, that doesn't happen. You have to make some plans. And, you know, I've been fortunate in jobs and things like that. But starting out... As I got to the point where I was getting ready to leave my parents' nest, you know, it kind of got a little scary. 
because I was gone. I was I spent a couple of years in Japan, but I was out 19 years old. And then I had to be an adult. I had to start living my life as an adult, starting taking responsibility. You know, and at 19, I'm bulletproof. Nothing can hit me. I don't expect anything. You know, and I, I had people I was with. One got hit by a taxi. You know, we did. I fortunately he didn't get, end up in the hospital, but other people did. You know, and it's just things like that. My son, when he was gone, he got hit by a truck. He was in the hospital. He ended up uh, coming home, and uh, you know, it was just a sad. Well, it was a, it was a fact of life. It was something we didn't plan for, but it happened. And being 19 and starting to be an adult, this is one of those transitions. You know, because then after you start moving out, then you start looking about looking at the other transition. Becoming not just a single, becoming a couple, becoming getting married. So you start dating and not dating in high school, you know, where it's fun and games and everything. This is dating for serious because now you want to be you want to create a family. You want to start thinking that way. And so looking at that, you know, when I was on my own, when I first got out, I got my first car wasn't my it wasn't shared with my brothers or anything it was mine and i ran around and i didn't even have any insurance i had no clue that i needed insurance well something i didn't think about then until i didn't get in an accident but something happened that made me think about this and i had and finally realized i need to go get some insurance so that was one of those transitions and a wake-up call for me and that's the whole thing. So we, we all know that life is unplanned. And, and I, I, I'm asking the audience this, and I'm asking you this, Mike, from, from, to answer the same question. And that is, when you were 18 years old, and, and now they said, okay, Mike, you're an adult, you're ready to go. Did the life that occur, was that the life you planned? Was that, as 18-year-old, you said, this is where I'm going to end up? Absolutely not. I had all sorts of other plans, you know, and... Like I said, transitioning from adulthood to couple to marriage, you know. And then I went through something I never thought would happen in a million years. I got divorced. And that was something I had never planned on. So, yeah, it's not the life I planned on. So we do want to discuss basically this, these unplanned things that you can somewhat plan for. What what drove this conversation is we were down in Las Vegas um, last week, we were doing it in a convention. And so we're there. We had our attorneys with us. And one of the attorneys that was with us, we were sitting there talking with him. Uh, he was having a conversation. We'd taken pictures, things like that. Everything seemed normal. He goes to lunch. And then on this way back from lunch, he collapsed. He goes to the hospital. He's, a, he's alive and talking. And he's, we're thinking everything's fine. Everything's fine. And then later on, Mike gets a call that he passed away. And it's that wake-up call that, oh, my goodness, this hap- this can happen. Yeah, it's, it's like out of the blue. It, it's completely unexpected for us because, like you said, he was talking. He was com- conversational. He was, we thought he was just uh, going in for, he had a, a little, you know, he had a heart attack. But we thought this was something that they knew what to do and he was going to be fine. And because he was an estate planning attorney, though, he did not plan for that to happen in Las Vegas. I, I know none of us, and especially him, was not thinking, oh, I'm not going to make it when well, we go down there. But he did have a plan in place for that. He had things ready to go. He had that contingency planned for. Right. And he was relatively young, too. He wasn't, 
you know, he's under 70. And it was just, but like you said, he did have that contingency plan because he knew things could happen like that out of the blue. So we started talking about this, and this is what we wanted to do for the show, was kind of talk about things that we do know about and to take you through that that life's transition and discuss them. And so the first thing that came up, obviously, was that young adult. When you become a young adult, and I was telling Mike that I, I really want to talk to the folks under 40, because when you're under 40, you're Superman, Batman, Iron Man, and everybody put together. You're and invincible. Wonder Woman, you can't forget the women, because they're... Yeah. Yeah, you're you're invincible though. <laughs> you're Nothing invincible. can hurt you. You're you're if you're going to die, it's hundreds of years from now, and you don't have to worry about it. And you don't start thinking about the unexpected things that can happen to you. And of course, there is no preparation. You talked about that yeah. of no having no insurance. What would have happened if you would have though gotten into a car wreck? That's your fault. That would have been my fault. I, I would have. It probably would have taken me a long time to get out of debt for that one. Yeah, think how dramatically changed your life would have been. Absolutely. Just simply having that $20,000 as an 18-year-old, 19-year-old, let's get ready for Absolutely. And you know, think about this also. You, we mentioned uh, one of our attorneys that passed away. You know, I know people that have, you know, you never expect this. They're young married, and all of a sudden they're widowed in their 20s with children. That's something you don't normally think about. Young and healthy, everything's copacetic. And all of a sudden, life changes, blink of an eye. And so we were even just talking um, this morning about college students. Um, We're coming up on fall. A lot of folks are sending their kids off to college for the first time. Are you prepared for that? Something as simple as a medical directive that just simply allows you to be able to talk to the doctors and, and manage the health care of your child, because as an adult, once they hit 18, the rules change under yep. 18. You're you're the person they go to 18 plus different story. Now that person has their own rights and their own freedom and their own privacy. And the medical staff tend to look at that very seriously. And they say, we don't care that you're the parent. We have to protect this individual's privacy. So something as simple as a medical directive can take care of that, and yet it's things that most people probably do not do. Well, something I didn't think about. I didn't even know there was anything existed like that. And, you know, I have a daughter that's 16 right now. We have to look at uh, her getting ready to become an adult. What are we going to do with that? All right, so we're coming up on the break, and after the break, what we're going to do is talk about then the second half of life. We're going to focus more on that adulthood part of your life. And we'll look for you at the end at the right after this break. everyone welcome back to remember me and during the break uh, we just happened to have a little internal discussion about <laughs> all these things that happen to young couples and young people where they did not expect it and so there's three of us there's me mike and brian our producer here and all three of us have had situations in our life where as young men we we had these changes that happened to us or we knew someone who was very young and had the unexpected happen so just in this small room is proof that 
you know, it is it doesn't necessarily is going to be routine that you may have something unplanned happen in your. Well, absolutely. Something pl- unplanned always happens, you know, and it's, it's just something you have to get ready for. But we're going to transition over to talking about those things that everybody probably will go through. The odds are very, very high that you go out. So you're a young adult. You start your life. You're, you're usually single for a while and you're doing your things. And then you have that change, that transition. And you transition from a me to a we. And you bring in a spouse, a partner, somebody that you say, I want to live my life with or I want to share my life with. And so that brings in changes. So let's talk about that from a planning perspective of what happens when you bring in another person to your life and you start creating this family. Well, you know, they always said that uh, two can live as cheaply as one. That's not necessarily the case because the apartments are more expensive. And now you have two vehicles you have to pay for. Two, you know, you're starting to be responsible. You have insurance for both vehicles. Or maybe you share one, but then it's there's a lot of different things. You have to completely change the way you think about things. Because now you're sharing with another person. And sometimes that sharing doesn't work out the way you want it to. So when it doesn't work out, then you have to decide how to split things. You know, so that's I know that's why people have prenuptial agreements and things like that. But I never thought about that when I was a kid. When I was 21, 22, I didn't think about that. I thought, you know, life was glorious and, you know, everything was rosebuds and rainbows. But things change. And then now, you know, I have children. You know, you get married again, get, you know, you start your family over again. And children, when you introduce children into into the equation, things really start to change. Because now you can't just think about the two of you. Now you have to think about this other person who is completely dependent on you. And sometimes and as they get older, they start not liking you. <laughs> and that's the thing you can't really plan on either. But, you know, you, you have somebody that is depend on you, dependent on you for everything. We, and we always go into these relationships with the intention of forever. That Absolutely. That, you know, it is until death do us part or we're going to be together forever. And yet the, the odds, the stats all say that over almost half, if not over half, of those relationships in now those are marriages that end up in divorce that doesn't include just the relationships because that's a very prevalent thing in today's world is that you don't get married you just simply live together and that introduces a whole different set whole of different parameters series. that yes. are involved with that but the odds are that that started but it's not going to continue it, it may end earlier than expected and here's where the planning side of it should be coming into it. Yeah, you don't want to think about it. You don't want to talk about it. But the odds say that the, maybe with, what, 45, 48% of us, it's going to happen. 45, is, I think it's actually getting big, bigger than 50% now. But it's going to happen. Things like that will happen. And it's not, if it's not separation of ways, it's, you know, from the death side of it as well. So... You should at least, what's the harm in, in saying that it could happen and making plans for it? There's no harm. And like uh, my son always likes to say, it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. You know, and I, I think that's a good thing to think about. I mean, this is, these, he's talking about tools and things like that, but it's the same thing with uh, your planning. It's better to have a plan than not have a plan. So if something does happen, and that's why you don't like you go to the moon, they re, they plan this and do it over and over and over again, and they try to look at every contingency. I mean, every emergency, the uh, EMTs, 
the firemen, they always do these plans for the worst-case scenarios, and they practice, 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 practice. And that's the same thing as what we're talking about. Transitions will happen when and how do we plan for them? How do we, you know, go through as if it's just, you know, normal? I've heard Glenn speak a couple of times about couples who live together who don't have that official marriage document for whatever reason and the legal complications that it presents. If something should happen to one of them and they are in the hospital, the medical staff do not recognize, quote unquote, living together Mm -hmm. as a status. That's why you mentioned the medical directive. Those things were important. Just having those documents in place. So I say, hey, this is me. I can do this. This is she. You know, they've wanted me to do this. Correct. So, you know, if you're living with someone, obviously, you know them, you know their desires, you know how they would want to be treated, whether or not to, you know, put them on life support, all those things. And if you do not have a document that says you can do that and you don't have a legal marriage status, then somebody else is making those decisions who do not know that person and what they decide could be totally opposite of what they wanted. Right. You know, it just brings to my memory, you know, my my cousin, um, a year or so ago, she passed away and she passed away and she was not. Well, I guess she was. She said, definitely do not put me on life support. So when she passed away, she passed away naturally. And uh, the family was really having a hard time with this, but that was her desire. And they understood it, and she had it written out. So she had that plan because she had been sick for many, many years. I went down to see her one time, and she didn't want me to see her because, well, I went to Georgia to see her, but she didn't want me to see her because she didn't want me to see her in that condition. But she had that plan. She was a nurse, and she knew what was going to happen. So she had everything in place. So when it did happen, you know, the family was okay with them. So I look at this, this, the, this separation, whether that occurs through death or whether that can, can occurs through divorce, as an unplanned event that can be planned for. Right. That you can actually look at it. Because the, especially in a case of a divorce with children, it, then it really creates problems. Let's say that you get a divorce and you get remarried. And let's say that the ex is someone that you really don't want in your life and you don't want in the children's life, that that person is just a bad person. Well, guess what? Without anything in place, what's going to happen? That person has rights to be there. Yes. Whether you want it or not. And that's a situation where there's these transitions occurring. You're not really expecting them. You can't say, oh, I know for a fact 100 percent I'm getting a divorce. Nobody walks into that situation saying, I know for a fact that there's a 100% chance we're going to get a divorce. You know, you're saying zero or less, right? But nevertheless, if you sit there and said that's a possibility, even if it's a small one, we can kind of, we at least can plan for those possibilities. And like your son said, it, it doesn't hurt to have something in place that you don't use. Right. It's always better to have it and not need it. Because if you need it and don't have it, you're in a world of hurt. Then you have to scramble and try to figure something out. But you know, it's it's just, I'll, as a Boy Scout, they say be prepared, right? And that's that's always good. That's a good thing to live by, being prepared. Okay, and so as we're coming to the conclusion of the show, let's talk about then the, let's say, conclusion of life. <laughs> you and I are very familiar with this. Yes. <laughs> We've gotten to that stage where we're looking at it pretty closely right peeking now. Peeking over the edge, right? <laughs> And you get to that stage where now your kids are gone, um, you're, you're pretty much settled in your life, 
Um, usually at this point, wealth starts coming into play. The things you were building as a young person now start accumulating and you get promoted and you run your own business and you're starting to accumulate wealth. Now you're looking at things like retirement and that's something that should be planned for. You should be, it's going to happen. Yet we hope. You we hope, it. yes. Why not plan for it? What about, um, you know, taxes? What are you going to do about that? Those are good questions. I mean, death and taxes, we got to plan for those as well, right? So how do we plan for those things? So as you can see, you know, we're, we're talking about transitions in life, but we, we classify them as expected transitions versus those totally unknown transitions that you're going through. So next week, what we're going to do is we're going to bring on a financial expert that's going to talk about it from the financial side. And me and Mike, of course, will we'll discuss it from both the legal and practical side, I guess you could call that. So be sure to listen to us next week. Catch our guest as he comes on. We're going to have uh, J.B. Evans with us, and um, I think you're going to find it very interesting. So be sure to listen to us next week, and thank you very much for listening to Remember Me. 